Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is ready to beam directly onto your TV, desktop, or mobile through the streaming service of your choice. iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Prime, Vudu, and more. Or if you're all about adding a hard copy to your collection, grab it on Blu-ray or DVD. Better yet, snag a signed copy by Kev from jayandsilentbob.com. Rent or own Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Available now. System Activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. I don't even know what day it is now. I think it might be day... It's been two weeks and two days, so 14, 15, 16, I think, technically, that I've been under, uh, not house arrest, but uh, lockdown. And uh, I, the great news is, while you're uh, sequestering yourself, uh, I hate to hear the use of the term quarantine, because honestly, a lot of us aren't really, like, we're not quarantined. That's when you're you're sick and you're isolated away from things. Uh, most of us are just self-isolating. Uh, anyway, during that, there's tons of potential for content, and uh, frequent listeners will know that my... Uh, current, I don't want to say passion, but entertainment obsession or the great way to distract me from everything else that is out there is uh, TikTok of all things. Perfect short attention span theater. And uh, while I have been using the platform and while I've been enjoying it, I've uh, I, I've taken notice of certain creators as everyone will. You find your favorites, you follow them, and you look forward to their content. And one of them got my attention of all the silly things because of a coffee mug. But since then, uh, I have learned that he has an excellent wealth of, of uh, I would say, solid entertainment, but also for some of us, whether he realizes or not, a great dose of nostalgia as well. So uh, without further ado, I would just like to welcome to the microphones, everyone, Mr. Rahul Rai. Hi. How you doing, sir? Good. I'm good. That was a great intro. And there is there is the coffee mug. So that's... That's the first time I've been on a podcast where there's an actual intro, an intro track, and then they do the intro, and then I get cued in. Yeah. Well, you know, I usually uh, I like to do this live, but um, because of the um, challenges that are happening with uh, technology and and uh, I don't want to. We used to use a certain way of capturing my co-host, which is the same way I went with you. But unfortunately, my yeah. stuff was outdated because we switched back to Hangouts and a video capture. It's all techie garbage stuff; doesn't really matter. Right. But the but the the thing is, I, I just wanted to make sure that one, my post production work is going to be minimal, so it's going to be quick turnaround. But also, mm-hmm. I, I prefer going live normally. I like uh, mm-hmm. I like that certain element. It's, it's the, the stakes are a little higher. Yeah, they definitely are. The stakes are a little higher, and you also um, you you have to pay attention. You really because yes. you got to know what you're putting out in the world. Now, speaking yes. of which, uh, I'm glad you you took the time for those of you uh, catching us on one of the other many different video platforms. Uh, I'm glad you had the coffee mug there because that was one of the first things I noticed. Because my wife has that exact same coffee mug. <laughs> I think I got this from uh, Target. Yeah, I, and that 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 adds up. I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> that definitely adds up. So, um, 
because that's definitely where my wife got it. Uh, yeah. So I, I noticed that, and but then I noticed you were also at the time doing. Now, for those of you that don't know, let's let's get you all really quick, uh, quickly caught up. TikTok, it is basically a a micro vlogging platform, and there are many different types of content providers on there. Uh, you've got dancers, you've got singers, then you've got cosplayers, and then lip syncers, whether they're lip syncing to music or audio. And Rahul does a great job of lip syncing and acting, by the way. Uh, certain particular, uh, things like the affinity that I, I, I noticed when he was laying in was you were putting down a mean Michael Scott, sir. Thank you. There is no other way to put it. That means a lot to me. And the fact that I've been given the title of CEO of Michael Scott lip syncing is by far the greatest title and the most proud title I wear in my life apart from son. And weirdo. <laughs> well, uh, I definitely now realize that after all this is done, if this is a one of those stellar interviews that I absolutely love, uh, you definitely need an all-white mug with just black stencil, yes, CEO yes, Michael yes, Scott lip syncing. Yes, that's the next merchandising uh, uh, endeavor that I'm, I'm going to embark on. Yeah, very good. You see, you always got to be thinking, especially yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. this market. Oh, um, for sure. So let's, uh, why don't you just take a moment, give everyone itself kind of a, a history of Rahul. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so really quickly, uh, I moved out to LA about five years ago. I'm an actor pursuing acting, um, did the whole like audition stuff, still doing it. And then, uh, overcame my judgment of social media and got really aggressive with it last year on like Instagram and just figuring out how I can storytell on that platform that is unique to me and share myself with, with people. And then fast forward to like October of 2019, a friend of mine said, Hey, you should be on TikTok." So I said, okay. So I downloaded TikTok as a joke, as I think everybody basically starts out and started putting out, like I'm a dancer as well. So I started putting out dance content and, and then you just kind of, learn the culture and the quote-unquote language of the app. And then you start to see what other people are doing and you kind of gain inspiration from that. And then you figure out your own way of uniquely telling your version of what they're doing. So yes, you're in a way stealing in a way, maybe, but you're injecting your own unique perspective. And so then it just kind of snowballed and I took it more seriously. Then I would put out like maybe three pieces, then maybe four pieces then five pieces. And then things would start to happen. And then now it's like, you know, because I have two profiles or two accounts, I put out like 20 pieces of content a day, especially now because there's literally nothing else for me to do. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Yeah, I know. So it's just become a great platform for me to actually learn more about myself through a medium that I once upon a time had a lot of judgment on. But now that I've quelled my own ego and built some level of self-awareness, I can now, to a larger degree, control my brand, I suppose, and my storytelling capabilities to the people that greatly appreciate the entertainment that I provide. Um. I, I have to say that I'm also very impressed with your performance on the platform, although I, I want to get your opinion kind of on that as well. Because mm -hmm. at the time I reached out, it was late uh, February when I, and I think I even teased yeah. it here that, that we were in talks. Um, yeah. 
And uh, at that time, I reached out, you know, I, I, I tried to send out a very cognizant letter that says I'm aware of you when I was making an inquiry, including, you know, I am a follower and mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I respect the, the audience of 80,000 people at that time at, yeah. uh, above. Yeah. Uh, and, and here we are basically about one month later. Yeah. And you have over 200,000 followers and that's nearly triple your yeah. audience from when we talked before. Yeah. So do you think, do you attribute that to making more content or do you believe that it's, it could be making more content and with sequestration, a lot more people are checking out the platform now? Yeah, I think it's a volume B like definitely like putting out quality content and also listening and engaging with your followers and seeing what they like to see. So a lot of the, like people that follow me love watching Office stuff, love watching uh, Kardashian stuff. And then I ventured off into other shows that I lip sync and then I dance. So they like that. Basically, it's like a, it's a, it's a symbi symbiotic relationship between how I like to storytell and listening to people who like to watch my stories. So I think I'm not an expert on social media, but it seems like TikTok is still in that phase where you, if you're willing to do the work and just push out content, you will get followers. And if you're willing to listen to your followers, then your content creation will improve in quality. Mm -hmm. And then you can then provide better, higher volume, quality content to an organic audience that then wants to follow you. I'm, I'm going to have to ask you a little more about that later. But for now, yeah. I, I want to keep this about you. Because um, unfortunately, uh, obviously, somebody that hosts a podcast, there is a certain level of narcissism. So I've always got to try and make sure I'm making sure the mirror isn't pointing out or uh, isn't pointing <laughs> it at me instead yeah. of uh, looking uh, to you. Uh, which, by the way, that's like 45 seconds where I was able to talk about myself again. Completely right. self-defeating myself. <laughs> um, I love it. But uh, so uh, one thing that you do kind of hit on is, you know, discovering and controlling what your brand is and the like. And you've mentioned that you are an actor. So you're in L.A. Yeah. actively pursuing roles. Have you seen any impact uh, on the industry um, in, in your time in it uh, to where people are looking at your social media influence when they're looking at your at your headshot, for example? Yeah, I think it's a growing piece of like everybody's resume i think it's going to get to a point where you're going to have to be if you're if you want to be in the acting biz just from a business perspective you're going to have to be on some kind of social media i think right now you can still kind of get away with not um but i think again i think if like you want to if they want to hire you and you want to work for them it's all about how much additional value you can bring to the table on top of hopefully having real skill as an actor in many ways, probably very similar to every other to profession any, right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> what time am I going to That's exactly what I had to like, just accept and not only accept, but also find my way into and just remind myself that it's all storytelling. It's all storytelling. This is all just storytelling. Mm -hmm. Business is just storytelling. Communication, just storytelling. Social media, just storytelling. So you tell the story the way you want. And if you want to be a better storyteller, you have to become more and more self-aware and have more and more self-discipline. Well, what I think about the TikTok platform, 
It all harkens back to, of all things, a quote I heard from Joel Hodgson, who is uh, the creator of Mystery Science Theater 3000. And mm. when they were talking about the evolution of that show, there was just a certain point where they said, you know, it, it isn't about finding the audience. It's just about finding the right audience or, or in other mm. words, reaching the right people. And, and TikTok mm. is essentially that because every person can be their own type of content creator yeah. And it just seems that you will naturally grow an audience around that. If you if you yeah. discover what that particular brand yeah. or version of storytelling it is that you're doing. For sure. And you can do so many things on TikTok. You can, like, you don't have to lip sync. You mm -hmm. can just talk. You can use your voice, talk to yourself in the mirror of your bathroom, and create a huge following. You can be in your car. You can lip sync. You can dance. You can You can add effects. You can cut your videos. You can... It's like all in one and you can do it in platform, which I think expedites the whole process of creating content, which is great. See, I would I would definitely agree with you, except I don't frequently do my video work within the platform only because uh -huh. I, I'm too lazy to apply the uh, the mirror filter. So that way my shirt will say Old Navy, <laughs> not you know, Oh, like. yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. But uh, but uh, other than that, uh, it is that's the other beautiful thing about it. Like you said, it can you can you can produce content really quickly. Now, yeah. I already said the office one was one that that drew me in because you do a, a like you really. I don't want to say mimic because I think in many ways it's kind of getting in touch with the character uh, because you really put to you put forth a very Steve Carell performance when you're doing the Michael Scott ones. But the other ones that really grabbed me, which I'm going to take this opportunity just to beg for more now. And if I have to for go sure. out and get the audio for you, for sure, I want to see more more of you doing the rock because, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, dude, I grew up loving Thursday nights, uh, no, Thursday night SmackDown. And The Rock was at that time, I think this was like the er late 90s, early 2000s. That's when he was like the star of the WWF, WWE. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely adored The Rock. Like when he got on the turnbuckle and he flipped his arm up and they would just on camera, you'd see all the flashes of light. It's just the coolest thing ever. So yes, I will look for more audio on uh, on um, on TikTok of The Rock because he on he honestly like smack talks. He has the best smack talking, the uh, best smack talk. I would definitely agree because there's a certain energy level to it that just because yes. I don't know if anyone has noticed, but there is a certain cadence in his presentation that it yes. is constantly building to the emphasis point. It's a yes, right. It's so good. He he's so good. It's like it's like beautiful music coming out of his mouth, but it's just trashing on other people. <laughs> but in such a glorious way, yes. which, which I'd imagine your inner narrative is. If you ever get like negative comments in your in on your videos, I say if because yeah. I don't I don't look for the negative and I make my comments yeah. and bail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean it, it. It like you're gonna attract attention, so some of that attention is gonna be positive, some of that attention is gonna be negative. But you just gotta keep going and story tell <laughs> your own way. It's not. It's not a problem. Well, I think you've adopted a certain uh, number of uh, good, unique presentation items. For example, a lot of people on the platform 
tend to, uh, when they're telling a story and they're now bringing in the female side of the comment, suddenly they've got just like a dish rag or a hand towel over oh, their yeah. head. Yeah, I go a little further than that. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, some of the things you do are these these wonderful Kardashian lip syncs. But when you do yes. them, the first iteration was just the basically the towel, yeah. the twisted towel. Yeah. Up to dry the I, hair. I remember doing that first Kardashian video and I didn't wear the towel. And I just thought, well, this would be a lot funnier if they were having this whole conversation post shower. And just like, you know, women with their with their hair tied in the towel and drying. It's just a very funny image to me. I love the image. It's like a very beautiful image as well. But it's just, it, I think it just heightens comedy when you have a towel over your head, drying your hair post-shower. And, <laughs> and you're having an argument. Well, and like you said, too, it, it like you say post-shower. And for me, it's more like these are the things that are happening while they're luxuriating yes. in the spa kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, although I did take notice recently, and I have to ask, was this comedic effect or not? But was it intentional when you were wearing the blue bed sheets? Was it intentional that you could see the fitted sheet piece of elastic across your forehead? Oh, no, that was just... I don't know. It kind of looked, I like the way it looked fashionably <laughs> from my fashion sense, being a fashion designer, apparently. Uh, I just thought it looked really nice. I thought it was a, uh, a from uh, now on, if you talk to anybody else, choice. take credit, take credit for that one. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Noted. Noted. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, I did that because I wanted to make sure you were aware of the fact that it yes. wasn't just any sheet. It's yes, a fitted it was, sheet. It's a fitted sheet that goes on the mattress. Yes, because it fits around my head as well. There you go. Um, so so how did you get drawn to TikTok, though? I guess that's the one question was, I haven't really hit. I, th I think like most things that have happened in my life, it was like a happy mistake. So a friend of mine, um, I do. So I do some work on the financial literacy end on Instagram. And I would post some dance videos to make it sort of entertaining and comedic. And a friend of mine on that side of my platform on Instagram was like, dude, you should join TikTok. You should do TikTok. And so that was uh, like early October. So then the whole kind of snowball, it snowballed from there, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I owe it to him. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and the rest is history, as they say. See, in my case, it's my wife's friend because we went to their house for a New Year's Eve get together and she's like, oh, you have to do this. And yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. OK. And and instantly I saw. Well, first of all, I saw a lot of scary things like uh, yes. like I could tell the way it was trying to identify what I liked. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in some cases I'm like, no, no, those were just things people sent to me that I looked at. Right. Right. Um, but after that after I got over the admiring of the technology and what things their algorithms must tell us, tell them about us. Uh, after I got beyond that, I, I'm like, this is a perfect quick, uh, feedback loop of, of good mm -hmm. content. Uh, and, yeah. and it helps to kind of, unfortunately, I hate to say it, it really, for me, it helps to fill a lot of those worry cycles right now with everything yes. going on around us. Yeah. Like entertainment, I don't think ever goes, completely out of out of business mm -hmm. people need some form of joy in their life that needs to be provided whether it's through a social media platform or through a streaming platform long-form content short-form content 
the beautiful thing about tech is it kind of is democratizing and allowing you, the consumer, to have more choice over what you want. Mm -hmm. And and I think, too, one of the things that uh, your exponential growth uh, kind of exemplifies, too, is that in sticking with the theme of democratization of video, you don't really need to have a hang up anymore about if somebody is going to watch because you yeah. just find one right thing yeah. and then you start feeding that loop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and I that's one thing I really enjoy. Unfortunately, I still kind of can't get beyond certain hang ups like I don't. I don't really sit around thinking, oh, I could do this and that would be funny on TikTok. Like if right. you if you were to go over my account, which I'm not asking you to do, um, uh -huh. you would definitely see that uh, somebody just kind of like poking it with a stick, uh -huh. kind of seeing how things go and then literally yeah. accidentally falling into a niche. But, you know, to be yeah. honest, it's not a niche I want to be in. So, yeah, yeah but you, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I tr like for me, I don't. I know there's always a sort of scientific analytical side to art. And I try, even as an actor, I try not to get too bogged down by that. And I just simply try, if I have a stupid idea, I just go for it. And I don't try to judge it because by the time I judge it and think about it, I'm not going to do it. I start thinking too much. Like I li like, again, with like all the dresses and the stuff for the Kardashians, it's just like, it feels good in the moment. So I just do it. And then it works or it doesn't work. Or like literally I just did a scene from the notebook and I put myself in a shower and I drenched myself in the shower and put a shower and did that. I don't know if it's going to work. I just, it, <laughs> I just like, you know, if you watch the dark night and the Joker is like, I'm just a dog chasing a, a, a bone, but I don't know what I'm going to do once I get, once I get it. Mm -hmm. Kind of that mentality. It's just like, you just play, 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 play. And then we'll deal with the consequences later. Okay, speaking of the consequences, I have a curiosity question. Sure. Um, so just so we know everyone is aware. So we're talking about office lip syncing, Kardashian lip syncing. I've already mentioned The Rock. There's a great run on Wolf of Wall Street. Um, mm. Also, every once in a while, popping into our feeds, uh, you know, uh, I already said The Office, but also Friends, which uh, yeah. I... Okay, so where I'm going with this, first the curiosity question. Sorry, I keep yeah. bouncing around in tangents. Do oh, yeah. you do you tend to record certain ones or are you like how many costume changes are you going through in the average day, bro? That's what I'm getting at. Um so I have certain I've naturally, I guess organically, I've found certain outfits for certain characters. So so like Ross, I wear the green sweater. The green, the green sweater. Yay. And then for Chandler, the white and the gray vest. Because of that, the first video that I ever did where I, I don't know if you it's Saturday like, uh, night? Yeah, the Saturday night one. Because ah. that's, that's kind of what he's wearing in that video. So I just figured that it just, it's, a, it's a Chandler look that makes sense, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, with the office, it's going to be the suit. Um, so there's certain outfits that kind of work for the character in the world of that show that I understand that people are going to recognize and they kind of to me in a way represent the character that i'm playing so it, it helps it helps i think it helps the audience buy more into the fact that i could be that character from that show 
And this is where like even in acting, like if we're talking about like Scorsese films or whatever, this is where it's not just the actor doing the acting and the performance. The performance is coming from all the other elements that you are either conscious of or sub or, or, or subconsciously consuming as an audience member. So you, you, you may not understand lighting, but lighting has a part to play to create a feeling that you will then feel that the director wants you to feel in this particular moment about this particular person. Wardrobe, same thing. Music, same thing. So now we're getting into those kinds of elements with regards to content creation. And that's not completely conscious. It, it's, again, that symbiotic relationship between content creator and content consumer. Mm -hmm. So that's where that kind of stuff. So the wardrobe changes. There's certain uh, there's certain pieces that I'll wear for each uh, uh, show that I may lip sync to. Kardashians have it, their own thing. But even that's evolving now, right? Mm -hmm. So things can evolve too. So you got to give yourself room to pivot and adapt. If, if, even within like 60 seconds content, short form content, like there's a lot of, in a way there is thought that goes into it. And, uh, you know, it can be kind of lost because it comes across as, I think humor, like when you watch humorous, dumb comedy content, uh, we tend to forget that there's a lot that happens behind the scenes to make it work. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at Steve Martin, you're looking at Will Ferrell, you're looking at Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, but there's actually a lot of science, if you will. There's a lot of technique. There's a lot of planning that goes into making that stuff funny. But the way it comes across is that they're just dumb. Mm -hmm. But they're actually like, geniuses in a way uh, right. if you're at that level you know what i mean like so it's kind of that like there's certain wardrobes for certain shows and then you know yeah but some of them aren't they they're not it's not a minor commitment i mean if you're dressing yeah, yeah. up as michael scott shirt slacks yeah. coat I, tie I, yeah i will admit though because i only shoot from basically the waist up the bottoms are just jeans or like sweater like usually jeans but the bottoms don't unless i'm going to show the whole thing then i get into the whole thing but usually it's just it's just you know uh upper body only how are you how are you finding your content so in other words how are you finding the clips that you're yeah. going to jibe to so there are so i so the thing that i attribute to is like consume and create i consume and i create so when i consume content i'm i'm i go just to look for inspiration or um, there are certain accounts that are fully dedicated to just the audio or the, 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 like providing clips from the show. And then you rip the audio. So I follow those guys like, okay, now people like my friends content. So now I find accounts that have only friends clips that then I can rip the audio from. And then the office and the Kardashians and all this other stuff. Then I also just consume as a consumer. So now I'm just flipping through my home feed and scrolling and I see, oh, that's really funny. I can steal that. That's really funny. I can maybe do something about that. And so that's how, and then sometimes it's just me laying in bed and I have an idea and I write it down on a board and I'll just try to create it the next day. And sometimes it's dumb. Sometimes it's just like hearing a piece of music and it's like, Oh, I could do something with that. Okay. Let's go for that. And again, it's like, an, it's, it's also like a numbers game. So you never really know what's going to work, but you might as well just take the shot. Mm-hmm. 
Right on, man. You're a lot yeah. braver than I am. I, I specifically had to work with specific um, clips that I knew I wanted to do. But yeah. you know, as you can imagine, here it's just like, okay, well, let's pull it up on Hulu. Let's grab the audio. Boom. Yeah. Now I'm ready to rock. Yeah. Um, so I did it that way. Uh, you know, personally, yeah. I uh, I just I found it's not really my thing. And that's the other impressive yeah. thing, too. There are two different levels of lip syncers on this platform. There are those that are running at twice as the speed because that is actually more forgiving for mistakes and your own personal syncing issues. Oh. And then there's what you do, which is just at real time speed. Yeah, so, oh, I didn't know people do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's a, it, oh, it, and cool. that's the reason, or at least in me playing around with it, I mean, that's one of the things yeah, that I discovered. Sure. I'm like, oh, wait a second. That... Doing it that way, oh. the audio's come because the audio plays back at, back right. at you at like half <laughs> speed almost. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you could almost not look like you were doing it that way if you limit your own movement to something yes. slow and fluid if you want it. But anyway, I'm not here to yeah. talk about my content. Uh, I was just appreciating yours. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the reasons why we're doing this a month later uh, was because you were you were ha you were making a trip. Uh, back to uh the back to india I, I was in india for for a week for some family stuff but you you did not miss a beat oh no even no. recording content in the plane dude it gets to a point where it's like i gotta find a way like i don't wanna i because you generate momentum you don't want to lose it and it and for basically like as an actor, it's hard to get momentum. And then when you get momentum, it can be very easily destroyed because a lot of things are out of your control as an actor, just from the pure acting business standpoint. But with social media, you have more control because it's your device, your phone. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't want to lose the momentum. And I just genuinely enjoy creating content. Mm -hmm. And then it's also a challenge about like, okay, well, presumably if I keep going, my life is just going to get busier. But if I really care about content creation, I got to be able to adapt to future situations where I'm going to be on the go. And mm -hmm. I need to figure out how I can still tell, uh, still create content on the go while sitting in my car. And, and I don't know, we'll, let's see if that works. So right now, the content is all from home, but things will change and I will have to adapt with the changes that my life or, you know, gonna have so the the content will change as i change and my circumstances change well I, hopefully i just stay consistent i i would the game i would definitely say as somebody who enjoys your content uh you are i also you may mention that you do have a second account and that's the layman yeah. investor which yes is uh i think something that's very valuable right now and it's something that people really should check out and pay attention to uh, if for no other reason, because there's just a lot of common sense things that you yes. should be doing yes. to quote unquote, you know, make your money work for you. Right. Yes. Yes. I am not uh, a day trader. I'm not like Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Jordan Belfort kind of stuff. I'm more it's it's called a layman investor for a reason, because I'm catering to people like me, the layman, mm -hmm. people who don't know about money and don't know about uh, investing, budgeting, debt, credit, but all these things play a huge role in our lives. And we all went to school. Like I went to school originally to be an actor. I dropped out of acting, took economics. But in economics, ironically, 
uh, I didn't learn any of this stuff. I learned about theories that don't really, I don't know if they really matter anymore anyway. But most people go to become a doctor, teacher, lawyer, blah, blah, blah. So for them, day trading is not so practical. But that seems to be like what the... Mm, what our understanding of investing in the stock market is, is you got to play that game. Mm -hmm. You got to buy and sell, buy and sell, buy low, sell high. Um, there's another game, which is long-term investing. This is the stuff that, uh, you know, I think is more practical for other professionals, like Main Street professionals to do. And it's basically learning about the stock market from a long-term perspective and learning about assets like real estate from a long-term perspective I would even put crypto assets like Bitcoin from a long-term pers perspective and buying and holding them uh, over a long period of time. And then uh, every month or six months or whatever, you keep buying more and more. Now, why do you buy more and more? Well, hopefully it's because you actually understand what the assets do. It's kind of like just to give you a very, very simple example. If you look at your own life, if we each look at our own life, hopefully we can say that today, on this day, we are we are hopefully more skilled. We are more self-aware. We're we're at a better position. Maybe we're healthier today than we were maybe ten years ago, right? Hopefully, we can all say yes to that. Mm -hmm. Now, in those ten years, if I map out your ten years uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, it's going to be there are good days, there are bad days, there are good days, there are bad days, there are really good days, there are really bad days, there are kind of good. And it goes on and on and on. But if in the 10-year span today, you are better off than you were 10 years ago, the short term will look like this, but the long term will look like that. Mm -hmm. That is what I need people to understand <laughs> about the stock market and about American business and about any asset that you buy into for that. That is what you're investing in. If you're a company, I'm investing in you showing up day in and day out of, for your life to improve your life, you yourself. Mm -hmm. That is why 10 years from now today, you will be better off. So if I'm to invest in you, that is what I'm, I'm investing in that process. And right. that's essentially what I'm trying to reiterate, reiterate, um, hopefully in a humorous way, mm -hmm. hopefully in an entertaining way. Because money, for sure, is a very overwhelming subject. Well, it's definitely not the place to repurpose some of your Kardashian content. But I have seen yeah. you use certain uh, elements from from your main account, and, but yes. repurpose them in such a way. It's like, yeah. you know, uh, and honestly speaking, as, as a person, I am the audience for this. Because I understand there is a stock market. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a does, 401k. Does yeah. That's it. That's and these are the things I know. I think the greatest misconception about investing is that it's you have to be a genius to do it. And you don't. If you have an average IQ and you know and you have like a some level of self-discipline, self-awareness, because self-awareness is very important because it's also an emotional game and you can get very emotionally tied uh, to to market dips and highs and lows and like it's very emotional. So if you have some level of self-awareness, self-discipline, and the willingness to really self-start, you can really learn, and it's not hard. Like, you could, you could learn the basics of money and have a really good foundation to build off of, uh, probably for like $85. If you just bought a set of books, 
And uh, if you just read them, and you'd have a very strong foundation. Well, I definitely need to take advantage of that. So I, you I, you definitely got me playing my pause game with the one saying, read these books. So yes. I've taken a screenshot of that, and I will take action. I, yeah. I swear. Yeah. So that way, 10 years from now, I can thank you for helping to improve my life. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's your money, man. It, it's like you work very hard for it. You should manage it on your own because the more people you put in the middle between you and your money, uh, that means more money going out of your pocket. Yeah. You're, you're sacrificing a portion of that for somebody else to do the job that you yep. could do. Yep. Or you should at least try doing with some of your money if you want to trust yep. other people to do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of where I've landed in life right now. But anyway, not about me yeah. again. Um, so uh, I guess, actually, you know what? I guess maybe I should ask you for some advice maybe after somebody that's really, even though it really, it's hard to apply these things when you figure that each creator has their own audience and draws and likes, mm -hmm. but I've, I've fallen into an interesting pitfall. So your perspective would at least be appreciated. Yeah. Uh, you don't see it, but off camera, I got this stupid vector robot. Okay. Cool. Speaking of uh, bad investment of money, I backed the original Kickstarter and yada, 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 spent a lot of money on it. Uh -huh. Well, not a lot, but everything's relative. So uh -huh. the the weird thing, though, is that for some reason, I shot a video once with it, uh -huh. and that video, I went to bed, didn't think anything of it, and then the next yeah. day, like 1,500 views. Yeah. And then that kept growing and growing. So then I did yeah. more videos featuring the stupid robot. Literally, that's the niche I've fallen into now. Okay. And I got to tell you something. Uh, it, it, is, uh, it is more challenging, I feel, in a way than any other creative thing I've done to yep. try and figure out new ways to produce content with a piece of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So any, any recommendations on other things I might want to try to possibly break out of this one niche, even though just I like mean, you got a lot of superhero stuff behind you. I do, but that's one thing, but unfortunately really the only look superhero wise I have is more along. I look like sloppy Lex Luthor. So <laughs> I don't really know if that would apply, but I, I got to tell you though, it, it's, it's hard to, uh, to squash, uh, doing those videos because as I said, uh, you know, your growth is impressive to me. Mine is just stupid, stupid. Uh, well, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. So yeah. the, the growth on the acting profile, the acting brand, let's say mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's doing really well. The growth on the layman investor stuff is not nearly as high true okay right so so for me as a creator it's i have to a remind myself that this is a process and that this particular brand may be more niche mm -hmm. so i may not be able to have a, the uh explosive growth and the amount of uh it's not gonna it, it's just money is not as sexy as kardashians and office and all this other it's not as mm -hmm. entertaining but now it's a challenge of how do we make it how do i make financial literacy entertaining so now we have to go back to what am i what can i do i can dance okay so now how do i add dance to my content okay that's one thing um how do we add this other viral video about Aunt Jemima, blah, blah, blah. How can we spin that? Okay, maybe we can spin. So I spin that. Really 
content creation comes back to the content creator, you. And this is why self-awareness is so important because it's always a challenge that you yourself are going to put on yourself that you can then solve by yourself. So if the challenge that you've put on yourself is the robot creating more content, then you either create more content with it or you completely abandon it and go somewhere else. And this is the brilliance of Steve Jobs. If, if you read about one person, you should read about Steve Jobs. He, he is willing to cannibalize the Apple II. The Apple II was the highest selling product that Apple computers ever made at that point. And he wanted to get rid of it and he wanted to get, he wanted to build a Mac. The Mac failed. The Apple II was the powerhouse flagship product. But he knew moving forward, it's not the product that Apple needs to sell because it's not innovative enough. Mm -hmm. And so guys like Steve Jobs, they self cannibalize before the market cannibalizes them. So they understand, yes, this product is paying the bills right now, but it's not the future. So I need to find other ways and other products. And that means I'm going to have to tinker. I'm going to have to play. I'm going to have to fail. Trial by error, trial by fire, criticism, noise, all this stuff. But that's what I have to do. And then he gets fired from the company. Only to come back. Mm-hmm. And, and then relaunch the Mac. And yeah. relaunch the Mac. And then he understood computers. That's not the game. We got to make smartphones or no iPods. Oh no. Okay. Then iPods become, but iPods aren't the future. We have to combine phone, internet and iPod together. iPhone. Oh, and then we got to go into tablets. Oh, and now laptops. That's no longer the thing either. It's going to be these smaller smart devices. It's that constant adaptation and willingness to kill your darlings, as they say. Well, and you see that kind of hits on it because I haven't shot another video in a week and a half now. (laughs) But but that's that's the creative process for everybody. Like you're not the only one in the boat. It's gonna it hits everybody. Everybody hits a wall. But that's the that's the thing. That's why self discipline is so important because you it's I know like motivation inspiration feels really great, but it's absolutely useless in the long term game. Because you're not always going to be inspired and motivated to work. That's mm-hmm. why you got to be disciplined and show up to the stuff that you know is important. That's yeah. that's that's why self-discipline and again self-awareness. That's the pillar. Those are the pillars. And that's what I need to do. I need to get in touch with something I'm confident about, so that way I can believe in it. Exactly. Hey. Man, this has been a great conversation, but I think it's also important to make sure we give you the opportunity to tell everybody where it is you want them to go to look for you. So uh, please plug away. For sure. You can find me on Instagram and on TikTok for the acting stuff at the real Rahul Rai, R-A-H-U-L-R-A-I. And then you can find me on the investment side on Instagram and on TikTok at the layman investor perfect and and uh, i'm telling you guys we're all <laughs> we're all trapped in indoors and we're all looking for stuff to do and if there is uh, one thing i can definitely say is you can definitely spend many many minutes being entertained by rahul rahul as i have and so i would yes. openly encourage you to check out all his media and and hopefully also we'll see you in more things on our tvs and on our movie screens in the future Hell yes. That's That's the the plan. That's the game, baby. That's the game.
All right, sir. Well, thank you very much for your time, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, we love you, and, and we couldn't be here without you, so thank you very much. And uh, until next time, my name is Will, and we'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.